Hello and welcome back to Onto the Ball. You're joining me, Scott Nicholl, and I'm here as always with Travis Morgan, my Liverpool co-host James Obi can't make it, but he'll be back for the next one. We're going to preview the Wolves versus Liverpool weekend Saturday 3pm clash. And I've got to admit, I'm not looking forward to it. I feel like we've played Wolves about 19 times in the last <laughs> three weeks. Um, it's not a game... Well, to be honest, I'm about to say it's not a game I look forward to going away. I don't look forward to going away to any game at the minute as a Liverpool fan. We're just awful away from home. And my esteemed colleague, Travis, must be rubbing his hands together at the thought of another Liverpool defeat. Um, Mike Lowen style. Mike Lowen. <laughs> um, I don't know, Trav. What can what can I say? The games come thick and fast when you're in the mud and you're yeah. you're at the bottom of the league, or it feels like you're at the bottom of the league, like we are. Um, we just done the Man United stream and we touched on the transfer window. What would you rate Liverpool's transfer window out of ten? Because obviously, Man United were linked with Cody Gakpo heavily. You didn't get him. He's come to Liverpool. He's played five games now. And I did say I'll reserve judgment on him until he's played five to ten games. He's played five now. I'm going to rate the window a scathing two out of ten. Yeah. And I know you'd be like, come on, it's Cody Gakpo. Give him a chance to shine. He was maybe the right player, but in the wrong position at the wrong time when... We are absolutely desperate for midfield reinforcements. As a rival fan, you must be rubbing your hands together thinking it's another important decision that looks, although it's early days, it looks like it's going wrong. I, I was going to agree with you and say it too as well. Um, yeah. I genuinely was. like It just... You would have rather them save that money, sign no one and put it towards Bellingham. Like... Like literally, like what was the point really in the Gakpo thing? Like, I know you had injuries up top, Diaz, Jota, Firmino. But like you said, he's come in and he's not really done anything. So he's not made your team worse, but he hasn't made it better. And it's like you've got other players playing out of position because he's in the team. Like you've got Nunes yeah, to accommodate him. Yeah, it's just weird. I, I just don't really get what's going on, to be honest. Yeah, so in terms of the transfer window, the, the fans got every right to, like, voice how frustrated they are over it. Like, they, they, they would have been frustrated if they said they're not doing any business at all, but you would have understood if they said their stance was we're going to wait into the summer and we're going to go sort of big, and that was the rumours, but... To say that they were active in the market and they've just bought in totally the wrong position because it's not like even up for debate. It's very glaringly obvious that the midfield is the issue for Liverpool, that the prioritised issue at the moment that needs addressing. Um, it's the whole, it's the disconnect between the back four and the front line, like from both sides, from you from your offence and your defence as well. Like, it's just, it's what's killing your team at the moment. And and whatever sort of combination Klopp seems to put together just isn't working at the moment. Whether he goes with two sitters and a more of an advanced midfielder, whether, whether he goes for two box-to-boxes, just whatever he does, it's just not working at the minute, the mix and the blend. And the worst thing is, is that you've not really got any injuries in there. Do you know what I mean? There's no injuries in the midfield, really. Everyone's pretty much 
fit. You've got Fabinho fit. You've got Thiago fit. You've got Hendo fit. You've got Elliot fit. Ox has been fit. Kaita played last week. He's tried different things and, and none of it seems to be... Curtis given. Jones is fit. Curtis Jones is fit. Exactly. And 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 no, and that the combinations that he's trying, none of them seem to be working. And that's the worrying thing now. Because you've not added in there, you've got this midfield now until May without a shadow mm. of a doubt. Like There's no deviation on that. So he's got... I don't know what he's going to come up with tactically. But again, like I said, I don't think this performance level is sustainable. The thing is that is um, I know you, I'm quite new to Twitter and you've told me to take things with a pinch of salt and don't get too immersed in it because yeah. there's all varying degrees of education, opinion, yeah. scope, um, even people with different motives, especially yeah. against the owners. Um, but can you imagine the fan base if we didn't even sign Go Cody Gapo if the full January came and went and Chelsea are buying every player that, that is available, even those that aren't available, they're paying release clauses to make them available. Um, but it would have just been nice. It would have been nice for the Liverpool fans if Cody Gapo would have hit the ground running, just like Luis Diaz. But yeah. it hasn't happened. But, you know, as it turned out, obviously Nunes picked up a knock and missed a game or two. And then the last two games, he's been on the bench. So Gakpo's been starting down the down the centre. And then when Nunes comes on, he's getting shunted out to the left. So, yeah, it's all a bit of a mess. And I agree with you. Klopp's trying different things that, that they're just not coming off. And it's yeah. infuriating some of the fan base even because... Um, I'm sure there's not any sane person wants to turn against Klopp, but at the same time, when a formation or a tactic is selected and gone for and it doesn't work, uh, and, and not just doesn't work, but it's, it's completely ineffective, he's got to take his share of criticism. I'm not yeah. going to be one of them that's going to criticise him, certainly not on a podcast. Uh, like I said before, we might have 10,000 subscribers one day. I'm not going to badmouth him in front of them sure. that could go that could get shared and make me look like a anti-clop fool. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I think we've obviously spoke about it in the group chat a lot. There's more questions than answers at the minute. And Saturday yeah. is going to be the same again. Devastating news that Ibrahima Kanate has picked up an injury and he looks like he's going to be out for two to three weeks. He's yeah. a doubt for the Real Madrid game in three weeks. So that brings us on to Gomez and probably Matip. If Nat Phillips doesn't make a, an appearance again, and there's even been obviously tweets and mentions about Reese Williams when uh, he's been brought back from uh, alone as well. I think it was Swansea wasn't doing that great. He's been brought back, but it's, it throws it back to the season 2021 when we had Nat Phillips and Reese Williams at the back. It could yeah. even end up a situation like that, which I hope it doesn't. Yeah. Matip's been on the bench the last couple of games, so I'm hoping he slots right in next to Gomez. Um, but even then, you go, you go through, we sat in the last stream, you could do a, a five-minute segment on every player. You don't yeah. know if he's going to go Milner at right back or Trent Alexander-Arnold. I think if he picks Milner one more time, I think you could almost put your money on it. There's a fallout between Trent and Klopp because he cannot be, at this stage of his career, when he's 23, 24, heading towards his prime, he can't be playing second fiddle at right back to a 37-year-old midfielder. <laughs> I mean, that's no, just a straight right. disrespect. It is a disrespect, mate. 100%. Um, I agree. Just just quickly touching on the window again, do you, do you see 
the January window as notoriously like a harder market like for Liverpool normally to go in? Because I thought Liverpool was sort of normally quite active in the January window. I know you bought Van Dijk in the January window. And that's Van the Dijk, thing. Suarez, Andy Carroll, Luis Diaz, Daniel Sturridge, Philippe Coutinho. Exactly. And I think... All January. This is it. And I think that's the thing. Like, so a lot of people view January as a, like, oh, wait for the summer. Just you can't buy in January. But unless the player you definitively want isn't available, if you can get the player, get the player. Like, so for example, if you wanted Bellingham and there was a price to pay, yeah, say the price was 140 million, yeah, if you pay that price, you can have Bellingham. If you're going to pay it in the summer, why not pay it in January? I, you know I mean? that's, that's my only thought. Like, why do clubs do that? Why do clubs wait? I think it is all all to do with the the moving of money. I think it it's every club's financial year goes from whenever the the day dot, and Liverpool's financial year might go from April to March. So the the accounts end at the end of March. Yeah. So there might be a thing where it has to move into a next financial year. I, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but yeah. it, certainly in terms of Jude Bellingham, it, it's almost like a given that he's give his word or his family has, because they're obviously advising him, we're, we're going to give Dortmund one more year. They're not yeah. going to break that promise. And, you know, your word is your bond. Or there could even be a release clause that no one knows about. If you want him now, it's 120. But, you know, secretly, if you wait till next summer, it's a release clause of 90 million. It's been reported there is no release clause, so I don't know. But, you know, every, it, it's all questions about what if. But hmm. it was never on the cards I was getting Bellingham in January. But to answer your point about January, I, I said it back in December. I predicted this would be a mad January because of the World Cup. Clubs go mad after the World Cup, don't they? Um yeah players with their reputations and their values enhanced and values enhanced in terms of selling as well. If yeah. your player has a good World Cup, I always remember Milan Barros was linked with Barcelona after he had a good Euros, I think it was. I think yeah, he was a top goal scorer in the Euros. So he was linked with Barcelona. I remember like, sell him, cash in, take it. Yeah. He ended up leaving on a free, I think, a year later. <laughs> Did he? Uh, yeah. So, you know, after having a, a Winter World Cup, I knew that was going to be a game changer in terms of the market. Yeah. Um, but obviously, Chelsea just blew everyone out of the water. Have you, I don't know if you've seen the reports. Apparently, the European leagues are going mad at the Premier League spending, um, yeah. saying that it's it's spending on steroids. And, you know, you can almost smell the money washing, can't you, with yeah. sports washing, whatever it's called, that Chelsea are going through now. It's it's like Todd Bowley's trying to, trying to hide a billion pounds under a mattress to get rid of it quick before the IRS catches up. I don't know what's going on, but it's just, it's distorting the market. Uh, yeah. And I know there's been banter about Man United distorting the market with high fees. Uh, I seen a, a graphic the other day, the top 10 Premier League spending, top yeah. 10, Man United are five of them. And they're, they're all dead as well. Uh, you, you'll remember better than me, but it's like, Harry Maguire, dead. Pogba, dead. Lukaku, dead. Anthony, so far, you might disagree, but so far, dead. Yeah. Um, and then at the top of that, it's the new lad, Enzo Fernandez for Chelsea that's just gone through. Mm. And second is Jack Grealish. Jack, Jack Grealish is not um, setting no, the world alight. No. So if you actually look at the top 10, Liverpool have only got one in there and it was Virgil van Dijk. 
and obviously he's been a smash hit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to go back to to Liverpool, mm. I don't know. The fan base are going nuts. Uh, our favourite guy, Indy Indy Kaler, is it? Indy yeah. <laughs> he's uh, in fact, I'm going to go on now. There's he said that he's got a an announcement to make that he's oh, allowed. Yeah. He's allowed to make on behalf of Liverpool, right? Um, and it's getting. It's about the ownership or something. He said, "I, I don't know. I'm just you. reading it now." So my mates have just put it in my Liverpool group, Amber. right? Exclusive. According to Liverpool sources, civil war is brewing between Liverpool principal owner John Henry and Reg chairman Tom Werner. Qatar-based investment fund have submitted a takeover offer for LFC and Tom Werner wants to accept the offer and John Henry is blocking the bid. Oh, it's Hicks and Gillette all over again. <laughs> that's that's what he's trying to insinuate here. Is that, is that what the majority of the fan base want then? Do they want like sort of rich Arab owners to sort of take over? Is that what they want then? Uh, the... The majority, if we word it right, the majority just want a takeover at any cost. We don't particularly want any uh, anyone from yeah. No, no, they want a full sale. They want a full takeover. Mm. It's not necessarily we want rich Arab owners. Anything we don't. From what I'm seeing, we don't care. Mm. FSG have bled as dry and have made it pretty clear they don't want to compete. They're not going to invest. They've took our self-sustained money and instead of buying players, they've built a stand to increase their equity, to cash out with top dollar and disappear with five billion across the pond. So, yeah, the, the fan base are going absolutely ballistic yeah. and it's only going to be uh, a buyout that saves us now. Um, but anyway, we've done a pod on a potty on that. So it's, it's back to on the pitch. Wolves away on Saturday. It's... I've looked at our next five fixtures. I don't know if you have, but it, it looks honking. Here you go. It's, it's Wolves ever. away, Everton at home, which anything could happen. New manager, Sean Dyche hates mm. Ra uh, Rafa Benitez, I was going to say. Sean Dyche hates Jurgen Klopp. So he could set them up to frustrate us and anything could happen. Mm. Then we've got Newcastle away. That's an L all day long. We've got Real Madrid away. No, sorry, home first. Then we've got Man United, who could easily turn us over. It's just, I feel like going to sleep and wait, wait <laughs> until the start, start of March, middle of March. Well, that's not an easy run with the way you're playing as well. And like you said, the players are quite low on confidence. I know you beat Wolves um, in the FA Cup replay. That was a hollow, was hollow victory, though. Wolves rested a few as well. Mm. Um, but going to be you know, on to Saturday, it's... I'm not sure if any Liverpool fan can take another Harvey Elliott on the left, Gakpo in the middle and Salah on the right with Nunes on the bench. Uh, I don't think anyone can take that. So mm. I'm praying that's not the starting lineup. It wouldn't surprise me if it is, um, which means it'll be a midfield three for the, I think this will be the fourth game in a row. So when we talk about fallouts, if Henderson, who's fit, doesn't start on Saturday, in favour of Naby Keita, who's leaving on a free. That'll be the fourth game that Naby Keita started in midfield with Bajsetic and Thiago. So if they start the fourth in a row, that is pretty much set as Klopp's favoured three. And where that leaves Henderson, and his attitude or... Yeah, Fabinho, well, Fabinho's already gone. His head's gone. He tried to get sent off against Brighton. I'm 100% sure of it. I even yeah. shared it on TikTok and I said it was uh, disgusting. 
it was an awful challenge. It was an ankle breaker. He meant it. So he's off. I think he's already fell out with Klopp and he was trying to make a point there. So I fully expect Badge Setic, the, the badge, to be starting games from now on. And I did say it when he played that great game against Wolves in the FA Cup replay. I come on this stream and said to you boys, that's it now. The badge, don't be surprised to see the badge starting a lot of games between now and the end of the season. And, and he has. I think he started the last three. So he's done who well. knows what's going to happen. Mm. He has done well. He's done really well. But... Um, so yeah, there's no positive outlook for any Liverpool fans that are watching. I wish OB was here to give his score prediction because I'm pretty sure he'd say this will be a turning point. But <laughs> 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 this is the day our season turns around. But unfortunately, I'm not in that camp. I think, uh, and I, I've said it again, I keep saying we've said it on a previous stream, it's going to get worse before it gets better. And I'm going to predict another 2 1 loss. For Liverpool, honestly, I'm, I'm talking with my head here, not my heart. Mm. I cannot see it getting getting any better, even with some positive pictures today that Van Dijk and Firmino are back in training. Oh, I then. don't know if, yeah, I don't know if they're in full training or they're up for consideration on Saturday. Um, but it's it's encouraging just to see them on the training field, giving it giving it the fingers up for the cameras. It was. Um, nice. great to see but I don't think they're going to make it for, for Saturday but I'll see what Klopp's saying in his press conference tomorrow I what's your think, prediction yeah I don't think um, Jurgen Klopp's going to rush Van Dijk back before the Real Madrid game because let's face it you're going to have to put all your eggs in the Champions League basket mm. Do you know what I mean I think Liverpool, I think the Real Madrid tie, you're not going to go in. You're going to go in as underdogs in that game due to the way that you're playing. But if you can produce one of those typical Liverpool European nights where you can just make a little bit of magic happen and scrape through, then you never, you just never know. Like you said, you've seen stranger things happen. Um, so I don't think he'll be rushing any anyone back. And I think he'll prioritise that Real Madrid. He'll have sort of one eye on that game from now, I would, I would think, personally. He's probably exactly. learned his lesson from Luis Diaz as well, isn't he? I mean, it's yeah. up for debate whether we tried to rush him back and look how that's turned out. So, exactly. yeah, I imagine he would be wrapping Virgil and anyone in Cottonwood. Yeah, yeah I, I think he's, you've missed him massively in terms of his leadership, even if you're not missing in, in terms of the way he performs. Obviously, he's a fantastic player and he's, he has dropped off a little bit since the major injury, but not a great deal. Like He has a little bit physically but he's still a top top player and you you're always going to miss a player like van dyke in terms of the effect that he has on everybody else around him and you can see as soon as he's not in the team as good as people like Konate and mati par as individuals he is the glue do you know what i mean he holds everything together and, and he, he brings that calmness and that composure that you need in times of adversity without a shadow of a doubt so i think him coming back is going to be so important for you in terms of the game on saturday um, I want to say <laughs> I want to say Liverpool will win, but it just hasn't been happening for you. Like I don't think you'll lose the game, but I really, like, yeah, yeah, I don't think you will lose. Like, so put like, your heart to one side and just think yeah. logically. Mm. We can't, we can't score any goals, Trav. We yeah, never look like scoring fun. goals. We're away from home. We've got an experimental midfield, you think... could call it. Yeah, I think you actually will win this game. Whether it's a turning point, I don't know. But I do actually think you'll win this game. I think I'm going to go for 2-1 Liverpool. I just think, like... Really? 
Yeah, seriously. I seriously I just got visions of that happy. Roy Keane uh, gif. You know that one where he's... Yeah, where he's like... Oh, no, no, I, I, no, I do. I do. I think you'll win the game. I do. I think you'll win the game. I think you've got to step up. I, uh, Wolves aren't great at home. They've not been great at home. I know that they, they, they put up a lot of a fight, a big fight in games and stuff, and they'll keep going to the end, but... I just think I just fancy Liverpool. Just got a weird feeling for you. The thing sport. is with Wolves, and it happened in the FA Cup first game before the replay, the two-two. Every team we play at the minute looks like Brazil, mm. and it's every team that's struggling. Mm. Be it Leeds, yeah. Forest, Leicester, Wolves. Well, if and you I don't win, if you don't win this game, then I fear you, for you're you. You're gonna go team. in on the WhatsApp oh, really? group. <laughs> Oh, mate, it'll be blowing up, mate. Just put the notifications on mute, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, if you don't, I'm being genuine. If you don't win this game, then flipping out, I do fear for you in the other games. Because, like you said, the Everton game's a derby. Then you've got us. We're in good form, to be fair. We're not going to be scared of going to Anfield because the Anfield atmosphere will just be tetchy in that game. Do you know what I mean? It will oh, be. Yeah. You'll be. There'll be a lot of nerves. And then if you got Real Madrid sandwiched in between that, it's just not going to be an easy February for you. And before you know it, it's March. This is a short month, do you know what I mean? And then by that time, there's only a couple of months left of the season and time's running out, do you know what I mean? I think, I wouldn't say you can definitely forget top four, but I just think with the way you're playing, it's just not a realistic target at the moment. You need to get some, like, sort of good, a good run under your belt where you get, I don't, have you won three games in a row this year? No. I'm sure we don't even remember what we have won, Trav. I think we beat in a row. I think we won two we beat Bournemouth. Yeah. And then you beat Newcastle after. And I we think... beat Newcastle. We beat Leicester with two on goals. We beat Villa. We could have easily beat uh, lost that game away to Villa. That might be our only away win of the season, to be honest. Um, honestly, I'm struggling. Struggling, mm. and I normally remember all our results all season. Well, I do. I remember all the defeats and all the draws. Yeah. Um, that's how bad it is. Something good. I'm gonna go two one Liverpool. I really am. I'm just gonna stick my neck out and say it. Not because I think you're playing well. I think Wolves are poor at home. Um, again, like there's been a little bit of an upturn, but I just think if you get the first goal, I think you can go on to win the game. But it's going to be, again, a little bit scrappy. But I don't think you care. Like you said, if it's scrappy and you win, you won't be bothered. Do you know what I mean? You yeah, just won't care. So, I just yeah. can't see any logic to you thinking we're going to win. And I, I, I don't want any Liverpool fans watching this think, oh, Scott's dead negative. But no. we've got defenders out injured. So uh, you could even see our third and fourth choice centre-backs. We've got an experimental midfield with a teenager at CDM. Nabi Keita, who's running down his contract, can't wait to leave, and a, a misfiring front three that could easily be Elliot, Gakpo, and Salah again. So, but listen, I hope you're right. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I've got egg on my face because I love to be wrong when uh, <laughs> when Liverpool pick up three points. So let's see what happens. Trav, thank you for your time. Always appreciate it, um, guys. If you made it this far, don't forget to like and subscribe. And we'll all see you after the weekend's ball. Uh, we'll do a, a roundup probably on Monday to discuss everything that happened at the weekend. So we'll see you then. Trav, I'll see you then. Cheers, guys. <laughs> Cheers, mate. Cheers, mate.